welcome to Tokyo Inklings. This is episode 6. My name is CY. You can find me at tokyostationpens.com or at tokyostationpens on Instagram. And my name is Jacob. Uh, I'm Foodafan on Instagram and I have a blog at foodafan.com. Thanks for having me again. I'm Khoe and you can find me uh, on Instagram uh, at miraikat. Yes, so this episode we'll have Quay back uh, talking uh, later in our main segment about chasing sparkly sailor pens. But before that, let's talk about some news and uh, some of the new acquisitions that we've got. I think the hot topic uh, on everybody's mind is this um, Platinum Shun. So, Jacob, what are your thoughts about this new pen? I really like the design. I think it's one one of the most beautiful pens um, so far. I am not so concerned about the pricing. So we only heard about the US pricing first, right? And then we saw the Japanese price, which if I remember correctly is 35,000 yen, mm. which is 5,000 more than uh, the Roka, right? And and mm. I think we all remember that here in Japan, the Roka was very popular and people tried to pre-order and the shops didn't even know how many they got, we were going to get. So people were even trying to pre-order. It still did not get the pen. And then it's, and then people re- sold them on second-hand market for even more. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if Platinum saw that and, and saw that they could capture a bit more of that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think though, um, for me, the issue is not so much, let's say... There's a difference, right? Because uh, with the Roka, they had the SM. Uh, did they have SF? I'm not sure. But at, at least they had the SM. Yeah. This time, they're coming out with only the standard, like a really, really standard um, nib sizes. So it's a EF, F, M, and B. Oh, that's an interesting... That's actually interesting. Because uh, you're right about that, that one of the reasons... Why the Roca, at least we believe one of the reasons why the Roca was popular was that it was the first time in a while that they brought the SM nib to Japan. So previously they had the Kampu release and the Kampu release had SM nib in um, in EU and US but not in Japan. So some people imported their European or US Kampu with SM nib to Japan and sold it for a very high price. People were very keen on getting this SM nib. So when the Roca came with SM nib, a lot of people pre-ordered for that reason. Yeah. And as far as I know, um, the only people that have Rokas that I know all have it in the SM. (laughs) That might be the case, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how this one does. Uh, 35,000 Japanese yen and the US price is a whopping... 50,000 Japanese yen, maybe, almost. Wow. I don't know. Depends on the day of the fluctuation. But yeah, um, as Brad was saying on the pen addict, it's, uh, it's a big jump from the US to Japan. And that's, I think, um, interesting. We'll see if it comes back to bite them in the butt, especially since, as we found out, Jacob, that Platinum um, has some extra troubles on their hands with the Curidas. Yeah. Oh yes, there's there's this drama about the the cracked feed. I'm actually not entirely up to date on that, but maybe you can explain what's what's going on there. Yeah. So basically, the feed, uh, uh, the nib is hugging the feed. It, it kind of clamps on the feed. Um, not like a traditional, let's say, open nib, but it, it looks more kind of like a hooded nib type of a uh, type of deal it's similar to the vanishing point where the the nib hugs 
the the feed and similar to some of the lamis but the difference is that um, I think platinum has uh, has out engineered themselves and this time with the curadas the nib hugs the feed so tightly that it's causing the feeds to crack and mm-hmm. now something interesting that I've noticed uh, throughout this um, this kind of saga that unfolded in the past week it seems to be that the first run of curadas that they did um, i.e. the ones that they did for the stores for the previews those haven't cracked those those are seem to be okay the ones that have cracked are seem to be the second round of production run which they sent to retailers worldwide that have has cracked so that's a much bigger deal i think because basically your main production run is having severe uh issues mm. and i think that platinum may need to recall these pens at least from the retailers if not the uh, if not from the customers the customers will be very angry and will go to the retailers for a refund i'm sure uh as as far as as long as they know that it's a it's a manufacturing fault but uh, I mean, it, it's it's a huge undertaking. And it's interesting because this pen has been in development for a very long time. Uh, I read on Morrison's blog that he was told, I believe, by, by Platinum's president that um, the Curdas was in development for five years. Yeah, years. But what I'm wondering about also is that the release was just before... well. During the early stages of this this Corona outbreak, it makes me wonder if they had if they done, did any you know production changes related to that. If they you know yep. moved production, yeah, I suspect uh, that you're right. Maybe they moved it to a, a different factory to actually get it out to the retailers, and mm. you know we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, another new release this time, though, from Sailor, is the new Ishmael Prophet. Mm-hmm. So this new Ishmael. Um, profit. What do you think? I, I, I'm not really the kind of person who who chases um, um, limited editions, but this one I kind of like. Uh, I think it's the the smaller profit standard, kind of what it looks like to me, and that's too small for me. Mm. But I do kind of like the design. I've seen I've seen a lot crazier um, limited edition sailors before. And uh, and Koi, what do you think about this one? Uh, it's not my like, like as it's not a pro gear. I prefer to not look at it <laughs> as I'm <laughs> I'm limiting my collection to pro gear. But mm. um, it's not my type of color, like uh, yeah. this uh, double um, translucent uh, type. So mm. good for my wallet. It's not for me. Yeah, Th- this is interesting. I think uh, as a release because, as you said, Jacob, it's not a pro gear which usually they're doing pro gears but also uh i i have some qualms with the the design but first let's get to why it's interesting it's it's on the smaller size um profit which mm-hmm. actually has not been that common i think limited edition small size um profits is not is not something that you see a lot on the market and usually they're um, pro gear slims or pro gears uh, and maybe occasionally you get uh, the full size profit, but this one being the small size profit, I think that's uh, that's the first interesting thing. Mm. 
is it's quite nice. I think the the color scheme. Uh, I actually have the ink, and it, it looks a lot like the ink. the The kind of translucent um, mm. color scheme for me, it, it works. The problem, as you say, Jacob, is that it's very small. Mm. Yes, and I think it's it's not. Mm, I think it's at probably the right price point. Uh, how much do these retail for? Twenty two thousand yen. It's 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 very nice. I'm I'm sure these will sell out. And the nib is uh, engraved. The nib have a nice engraving. I, I, yes, I yes, with somewhere. the gunkanjima. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, honestly, I would like one of these if it were a if it were a realo. The nib engraving is is pretty. Yeah, I also like that orange um, kind of translucent orange color because mm -hmm. it's kind of like a reminds me of a vintage pen's ink window. But there's a there's another profit release uh, from Kawasaki. Did we see that? I would check because I, I'm not sure. I saw. Ah, yeah, I, saw, I remember. Yeah, this with the written... Yeah, okay, now I understand what you were talking about. For the yeah. Jules Verne 20... How do you call it? Uh, 20 milieux sous les mers in French. But I don't know the name in English. Yeah. Uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah, okay. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do you think about this, Jacob? Have you, have you had a chance to look at this? It's... It's not my, my favorite design. Let, let, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why they came up with this. Um, the engraving in the cap is kind of weird. It, it's actually brown. It's not black. Yeah. It's like chocolate brown. Yeah. Mocha it's chocolate. chocolate brown. And it's 100 pieces produced. Normally, I, I quite like these, like, you know, parts bin sailors. Mm. I don't know who's going to buy this. People who really love Jules Verne, I guess. Because they I do the whole so. packaging, you know, like the ink has this um, box and you really feel like in the Nautilus, right? Is it the Nautilus, the name of the... Mm, mm, mm. And um, I think, yeah, some people who collect... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this this is a, this is a weird pen. For but sure. The, the, the fact that they... Um, on the um, how to say the measurement hmm. on the um, on the barrel on the barrel make it look three really like a syringe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, yes. But this brings us then to the fact that he's been busy, um, Kawasaki, because he's yeah. been making an ink. Yes, yes. So I wanted to talk a bit about that because I thought it was very interesting. So they. They released a new uh, ink called Amabie. So Amabie is this uh, yokai spirit from like Japanese folklore, and it looks a bit like um, like a mermaid, so it's a bit of a creepy mermaid. <laughs> but there's this tale about how the Amabie appeared during the Edo era somewhere in Kyushu, I believe, and told the people that there's going to be rich harvest for the next few years, but there may also be a plague or an epidemic of some kind. But if that happens, if there is an epidemic, you should draw a picture of me and you should show that to people who fall sick and they will be cured. So from that comes this idea that if there is an epidemic of some kind, you should draw a picture of the Amabie and show that to people who are sick and they will be cured. And of course, that is why Amabi has suddenly become 
immensely popular in Japan. You see it everywhere. You know, they're on, tra on train stations, on the walls, you have you know, Amabia uh, paintings. There are all kinds of products. This Soebumi lettering set. And now, of course, there's had to be an Amabia ink as well. And of yeah. course, it's sold out immediately. But as far as I can tell, they're going to restock it. And, and Kawasaki actually, they have an online store. I think it's the Yahoo Shopping. Um, so um, if you want a very interesting ink that is sort of a um, very uh, relevant right now, then, then this might be it. And he makes inks that are perfect for you because they come in Tamiya bottles. Oh, yes. I, I love that too. Yes. Yeah, mm. really small Tamiya bottles. But yeah, th this guy, he's, a, he's an interesting fellow. He, he makes all these interesting, um, not for everybody products. But I have to give it to him that what he does is at least quite um, unique and out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on then, I, I've i been shopping recently and it's not good. I've got a lot of uh, sailors. Uh, I got um, two sailors. The, the first one uh, is one with the old music nib. And Jacob, I know you got a music nib too. So why don't you talk about your music nib first? Right, so um, I've been on Mercury again. It, it seems to be a recurring theme here. Every every episode I've been on Mercury, <laughs> but it's I, I can't I can't, can't help myself. But so last time uh, I talked about how I found an old rusty sailor with a soft nib, and I took that soft nib and stuck it on a Trammel demonstrator, and it worked quite well. So inspired by that. Um, I went back to America and looked for other like rusty old sailors with interesting nibs. And this time I picked up a music nib. Um, it, I thought the pen was a profit. Um, but on the cap band it actually says lifetime pen and that piqued my interest. So I did a bit of research and I found Japanese blogs that suggested that the lifetime pen predated profit in 1911 yeah. which would make it quite old because according to Tsunami-san's book a sailor released 1911 on the 70th anniversary so 1981 and then the next year they re-released it as profit so anything before that would be earlier than 1981 but uh, a reliable source in Hong Kong tells me that that is not the case so this pen is newer but it's very hard to, to date sailor pen trap because they has this um this is this date stamp on the nibs, but it's just mm. three digits. And one digit is for the year, and two digits is two digits are for the months. So for example, minus says three one two. And three just means that there's any year that ended with three. So it could be 1983, 1993, you know, who knows? Uh, and then December. Uh, so I don't actually know how old the pen is. Um, but the nib has less tipping than a modern music nib, as you also pointed out, which may be a bit more difficult to grind. And I'm sure you try to regrind yours. So what, what was your experience working with an older Sailor music nib? So um, I got an older Sailor music nib because uh, one of our friends from the Panatic Slack wanted to, to get the Sailor nib to replace her, I think it was like a fine nib or something on one of her vintage Sailors. And so, so we got the pen from, I think, Yahoo Auctions for like, I don't know, $60, $70. And it turns out that Sailor music nibs of old, the older nibs, uh, don't have a lot of tipping. 
and they're very much like the 1.1 stubs that you see on modern Yovo nibs. And I, I knew that this person didn't like using stubs. So I said, hey, you know, it's, it's actually more like a stub or like an italic. It's quite sharp. Um, doesn't have a lot of tipping. What do you want me to do with it? And then she says, oh, you know, what can we do? And I say, you know what? I have an idea. So I turned it, uh, I bent it upwards like a fude nib, mm. but I kept the large shape. And then what I did was I ground the nib so that the tip is rounded. Like, like a monoline. A, yeah, like a monoline nib. And uh, so this is uh, is a monoline fountain pen nib and it's it's really really quite fun uh i actually showed it to mr betchery who now says he he wants a he wants a monoline fountain pen i want but, one um, too you want one too <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very very fun yeah um, it seems yeah i want to i want to write gallon for birthday and stuff like that with that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we tried and wrote a few fat lines uh, looking at Vetcheri's uh, Instagram, kind of copying his style. And yeah, it, it's great. And uh, I'm calling this my Mikazuki um, because I think Mikazuki means a uh, new moon. Mm. And the, the crescent shape of the monoline nib kind of reminds me of that. So that's uh, that's what I've been up to with this music nib. And uh, yeah, I'm very sorry to all of the vintage sailor hunters out there. I destroyed one of your treasures, but um, but it's fun and uh, it, it's it works quite well. So I'm quite happy with that. So I know that Betchori already has one um, fountain pen mm -hmm. with a monoline nib. So he, if I remember correctly, he told me he had a or he has a sailor um, de Mannen. And, and he got Nagahara to turn the Fudenebannen into some kind of monoline mm. nib. Mm. But, that, but then you have even less tipping, okay. right? So yeah. it would be interesting to compare the, uh, the Fudenebannen monoline and, and with your. Yeah, we've got to see him next time in a, and ask him about it. So yeah. uh, if there's some kind of event next, we'll ask him to, to bring the pen. Yeah. So the, um, the publisher behind the popular stationery magazine, Shumine Bungubaku, they recently released a, a book or a book magazine hybrid called Ink. Mm. And as far as I can tell, it's been very popular. You see it everywhere on Instagram and it was sold out for a while on Amazon. I had to wait for them to, to restock it. But I finally got my copy and the first few pages are about you know, basics like you know, cleaning, maintenance, it talks about uh, ink properties like viscosity and surface tension and how that impacts flow and wetness. And then they have a few pages about the various ways you can do ink swatching, you know, products like Tsubame's uh, ink notebook and so on. And they have interviews with people like Betchuri, of course, and his uh, mm. ink swatching um, style and other people like Isato Hiroshi and, and Kanaji and so on. But then the main feature is a catalog of 2,000 inks. So they have swatched and taken photos of 2,000 inks. So you have all kinds of uh, international brands, but you also have all of these Japanese brands, including the most obscure 
store exclusives that I have never heard of before. I've been using it to create a shopping list for the next Inkunuma show, basically, right? I've <laughs> been writing down names of um, Pentonote and uh, Pen and um, Penhouse inks uh, and Kakimori inks that, that I want to get next time. So I think the reason why this magazine is interesting is that if you have any interest in um, in Japanese things, especially if you want to know about these obscure store exclusive things, this is the magazine to get. This is mm. a, a, as complete of a catalog as you would ever get of, of these things. Yeah, and Shunina Bungabako has actually done this previously within their regular magazines, right? But not as a one-off. Um, right. Yeah. So that's a that's a huge resource. I think Quay probably you you need to get this. <laughs> it will be dangerous. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think I think yeah. I have maybe ten percent of it in my house already. <laughs> 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 like every day, I'm swatching uh, at around twenty twenty five bottles, and my husband was like, "You haven't finished yet?" And I like, no, I'm already starting the the first half of the first drawer. <laughs> So everyone's getting really frightened. <laughs> yeah. Um, the la- last thing I want to talk about in this segment is um, I mentioned that I got new sailors uh, or old sailors um, new to me. Uh, one of them actually has a kind of an interesting story. So like you, Jacob, I've been scouring the, the depths of Merikari and I managed to snag a set of two pens, a profit standard so the smaller size and an older sailor pen and this older sailor pen had quite the quite the nib it says um sailor gold from the swiss bank and so when i saw this I'm like, hmm, that's interesting so i did a bit of research on uh bruno's blog mm. and also some other other sites and this uh, gold from the Swiss bank nib actually has quite an interesting story. So um, it, the story goes that in around the 70s, Sailor bought a bunch of gold from the Swiss private bank Picte in the 70s. And they made a bunch of nibs with gold from the Swiss bank stamped on them. So as far as I know, they come in the open nib as well as a hooded nib form. The story goes that apparently this set of gold that they bought from Picte was siphoned out of France during the French Revolution. <laughs> that That's the, the legend anyways. Right. And uh, and I think that that's quite cool. So Sailor, Sailor made these into a bunch of nibs. They're not super common now uh but they're not so rare they don't seem to be a um a super sought after um collector's item but mine mm. sits now in my m200 uh and you know it it's 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 wonderful jacob it it's soft um it, i mean it's it's not soft but you know it's, it's bouncy uh kind of like your s um f nibs or the s uh, m nibs that mm. sailor used to do but I wish they would uh, bring back these these 14k, you know, softer um, nibs. I'm starting to understand uh, people like our friend uh, Bruno and others who 
who um, like look into like vintage nibs, uh, vintage pens and nibs, and learn about the story behind it because there's a lot of interesting stories there. But an interesting twist when it comes to Sailor in particular is that according to Tsunami-san's book, there is very little information in Sailor's uh, archives in in Kure. So there's actually not that much information from Sailor about past releases. So you have to rely on what former employees and others have, have learned over the years. So it can be particularly hard to find good information about Sailor. Yeah, so then on this note, you know, for everybody that's buying from Japan, uh, just a little bit of an update on the shipping status. Uh, I work with airports in my kind of day job. And as far as I'm aware, up until around the 15th or the 14th of June, there are only about five or six international flights from Japan from each of the airports. So if you're if you bought something from from Japan and you're using EMS, you, you gotta be patient, wait for the long haul. Um, DHL is of course much better. And uh, Hiroko from Bookmondo told me that she's trying to use Yamato for for some of her customers. But shipping from Japan is, is still quite delayed. I, I can't wait until we get regular shipping back again because I've got a bunch of stuff uh, resting in my in my guest room that I need to to ship out. But if you're looking to buy from Japan, you know, be aware that it's it's going to take a while. But yeah, it depends on location too. Some locations seem to work almost as normal. So between Japan and Taiwan, for example. Mm. Yeah, I think um, within the Asian um, area, um, yeah. even Australia, it's uh, okay. And mm. Europe and the United States or South America is more like yeah. um, we have to be more patient. Yeah, it all depends on where... Um, where the flights go. But, yeah. but somewhat related to that, uh, things are slowly returning to uh, some sense of normalcy here in Japan, right? So they have lifted the state of emergency in many parts of Japan now, inclu- including, I think, even Osaka now. Yeah, Osaka, Kyoto, mm. Hyogo, the, the whole Kansai area. Yeah, and they have a plan in place for um, li- lifting the state of emergency in Tokyo as well. And some shops are are planning to reopen as well. So we talked uh, a few days ago about how Kakimori, this popular place that sells uh, custom notebooks and and inks, they are going to open again on uh, June 2nd. But their approach is that um, you have to make a reservation in advance for just one hour slot. And Mm. they say that the staff will take the, the temperature and they're going to have installed the, the, these panels and all the precautions that are necessary. But yeah. they are slowly opening up now, which mm-hmm. is um, mm. both good and bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I, as we were talking about shipping, I don't know if you have heard that Rakuten, Rakuten Global Market uh, Rakuten Global. Yeah. Yeah, is closing from June 1st. Mm. Um, and I know that many like foreigner customer use it for some of the Japanese stationery who who sell on Rakuten. So this is kind of sad news. But they still keep the local one, the Japan one. So they said you have to yeah. use Google Translate because it's only in Japanese. But most of the shop will try to keep the selling, I, I guess, for international yeah. customers. So if anyone yeah. needs to order anything on Rakuten Global Market, do it before the 1st of June. <laughs> 
Yeah, you've got one week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure this is also good news for these shopping agents like uh, White Rabbit and Tencel yeah. and uh, Zen Market. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lots of uh, news about even shipping from Japan in yeah. the past few weeks. But let's move on to our main segment today. And uh, the big reason why Koi is here is because she's an aficionado at chasing limited edition sailors. And I know a lot of our listeners are actually interested in limited edition sailors. So let's start with where sailors' position is in this limited edition market versus uh, the other you know, pilot and platinum. They're on top. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor is on top. Yeah, far, far yeah. away. Like I, I'm, I'm following a bit pilot and platinum too, mm. but they don't like like. Uh, if you take a limited edition in general, not only sparkling, but um, all limited edition, um, platinum have some with uh, like for the preppy line. Uh, like mm. uh, with uh, Soso, the Kyoto um, mm. fabrics um, brand, or with some uh, artist designer like um, uh, yeah. Mizu- Mizutama, Mizutama-san, right? The one who do uh, Anko and um, mm. uh, handmade rubber stamp. So they have mm. this kind of limited edition for for some shop or Tsutaya, um, but yeah. it's more like um, really. Um, not, not expensive pen, and um, pilot Casual. pilot have some. Like, I I I remember I fall in love with one pilot capless they made for Itoya. I know they they usually made one or two pen for Itoya per year, mm-hmm. but it, there's not a lot of advertisement. So if you go to Itoya at that time, you will be lucky, lucky. to see it in the um, in the windows. If not, like mm-hmm. they don't post it on Instagram, neither on their website. And I was looking for this pen because I missed, like, I saw it and I didn't buy it and then I regret it and I'll try to look it online. And I found one woman in the US who got it for her birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the only picture I could find on the internet. So I was like, okay, they were selling maybe 10 of them. I don't know. And you don't, you don't have any much more information. And they have this limited edition they do once a year for, at least, at least for the capless and, and then all the more expensive, like, line. Or the Raden and all the, um, yeah. the big pen, but not in my uh, average. So Sailor mm-hmm. is Sailor is like releasing I don't know every month, uh, twice a month, three times a month, mm-hmm. for shops from uh, e- either for shop and even for their like um, main line, they they release mm-hmm. I think once. I don't I don't have the dates, but the. Um, yeah, usually you see them uh, either for the foreign market or for the local mm-hmm. market. They have some limited edition, 100, 500 uh, piece and um, yeah. this kind of stuff. As far as I am aware, actually, the, the, the first brand that started to go into this limited edition market... I believe it's Pilot with the Custom Kai. Mm. Jacob, do you know anything about the Custom Kai? Uh, I don't know a lot, but I believe that there's there's a small group of uh, retailers. I think they're only brick and mortar, and I think they need mm-hmm. to have like some some uh, Pilot sellers representative or some person with you know Pilot certified training and so on. They are allowed to sell 
a limited edition um, pilot pen. They have one every year called the, the, the Custom Kai pen. It's mm-hmm. usually some kind of gouache pattern or some custom color and so on. Uh, yeah, you're right. That, that is, I don't know how long that's been around, but I've seen it for, for quite a few years. Yeah, I think um, the Custom Kai is this network of stores that, as you said, have a good connection with Pilot that are allowed to sell these limited edition colors. And uh, so I have one, for example, I have one with a black body and white finials. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they come out with a set of three colors every year that they distribute to these stores and you can only get them at these stores and they're all Japan exclusives. Of course. I think. So so that's the, the I think, one of the first forays before this limited edition became super, super big. Mm. The difference with Pilot and sailor i think is that sailor does store exclusives Mm -hmm. whereas pilot the only stores that they do store exclusives with as far as i can recall is uh maruzen mitsukoshi Mm -hmm. itoya Mm -hmm. and shosaikan and the one for shosaikan is the emperor-sized myth which we'll, we'll try to talk about um, a little bit in the future once we get more time to, to play with it and take some pictures. Oh, yes, but, we should. Yeah, but Pilot is not really on the custom game in terms of store exclusive because they believe that it will dilute the brand. Whereas Sailor is not so concerned with the dilution of their brand but they're more concerned about getting their products out to retailers and having lots and lots of people uh, use them. Mm-hmm. Platinum, on the other hand, I think, is uh, is getting there on the the limited edition game. But the difference then with Platinum and Pilot is that Platinum is actually coming out with different types of molding for their mm. for their pens. So I think that's that makes them a bit more interesting than pilot Mm -hmm. in terms of limited edition because what you're getting is not just a recoloring Mm -hmm. of the pen but it's actually something that feels different in your hand so with the xion as well it kind of looks wavy but actually it's just diamond facets yeah um when when you hold that in your hand it feels very different and feels special so that that i think makes sailor at the top of the game but their pens are recolorings, right? But they yeah. have a lot of them. Yeah, a lot. Well, they them. have a few that are a bit more different. So, for example, the recent um, Bangbox 4B pen, right? But those mm. tend to be quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Most of the store exclusives you find are just... I, I think you used the term before, parchment pens. Mm. Yeah, parchment pens. But even the one with the Bangbox, they, they've made the gathered sailors before, so they've had the tools. Right. Whereas Platinum has to develop new tools. Mm-hmm to to make their pens yeah and then pilot unfortunately for me comes at the bottom because it's uh they're they're not so innovative and um they're not so uh prolific with their releases either but um what do you what do you look for Quay? how do you find about how do you find out about these limited editions and these store exclusives usually completely by accident <laughs> Mm. Uh, Instagram is a very good place, I guess, to start. And um, I, I used to follow this blog, uh, lepens.com. 
um, limited mm. uh, edition pens. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, they didn't update anything since 2019, so I don't know what happened uh, on on their side. But they they collect like they mm. they make kind of classification of uh, all the seller limited edition by store uh, in mm -hmm. Japan. Most of them are yeah. You have to go to the store. Like some didn't even accept, um, like a white rabbit or how you call um, mm. um, this kind of um, shipping agency. ship. Yeah, exactly, shipping agencies. And um, uh, so, LE pens was one of my um, my main um, resource, and the other one was the the sailor uh, limited page. Um, on their website, they they always put all the new release uh, in in store too, mostly. But they don't put all mm -hmm. of them, I guess. Like some some of the pen, you you never if you don't know the shop or if you don't know about the if you don't follow the shop on Instagram or if you don't know about the the like for example um, Shishikura San. If you don't know about mm -hmm. her, you won't you won't see her pen uh, neither on Sailor neither yeah. on on any blog or, or website so sailor limited page uh, i think once a month they they publish something usually quite often so if you are interested you have to check regularly and like they, they will tell you there is a um, 50 limited edition of this pen in shop call them or go there and or 100 piece and the the mm -hmm. the fastest uh, you are the better you will get the chance to have it. Yeah. And um, if not, uh, I, so like I, I told you last time, that when I was doing my research in architecture, I, I used to travel around Japan a lot. So I discovered a lot of the pen completely by accident. Like in um, Okayama, uh, Usagiya um, store, I, I was lucky to to get in Okayama, check which stationery shop was around, find the page of Usagiya, see that they just released two days ago a new pen, <laughs> call them, ask if they have the pen, and go there. <laughs> so I mm. was really like, it was really so, like some part was really like, just be, uh, yeah, there at the good time, and uh, it's how yeah, I... being met. there at the right time, exactly. at the right place. Jacob, do you chase, uh, do you chase limited edition sailors? No, not really. Uh, the only one I've ever bought was one of those cocktail pens, the, the old-fashioned. Um, mm -mm. uh, I've been tempted to buy uh, Morrison's uh, special edition uh, Imperial Black, which is not actually mm. black, but, but it's sort of it's it's based on Imperial Black, but but it's a but it's a dark blue um, <laughs> barrel <laughs> instead, Imperial Blue, I guess. Um, I, I never actually bought that one, so yeah, I'm not really into that. I enjoy looking at them, but uh, I wouldn't buy them. Yeah, so then, quote, what tempts you to buy these limited editions or store exclusives? Um, uh, as there are so many uh, releases at the same time, um, like, um, I cannot follow or... Um, my wallet cannot follow anymore. I really try to reduce my collection to to some um, um, rules. Like, uh, if it's not a pro gear, I don't even look at it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and if, ideally, they have they must have some sh shiny part, like sparkling or mm -hmm. or um, I would say um, uh, glitter. Yeah, glittering and something like yeah. that. So at least I try to maintain. 
um, a red line in the whole collection, and it's, it's why I start sell some of my previous Sailor or two that mm. I bought at the beginning. Uh, like uh, the first time I discovered a Sailor with uh, sparking was I went to Morita in Osaka, and um, mm-hmm. I, I got his pen, the, the Morita eggshell um, in a progress slim, and then he got this. You know, they they released this uh, four season um, pen. Um, I think every mm. every five years, they, they, like now they just release a new color of this yeah, four season. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the the series before was the um, uh, what the uh, uh, I got the this Yuki Tsubaki, this white uh, yes, one yes, with yes. the red yes, sparkling. Well. Yeah, and yeah. I got the Pro Color Five Hundred Stardust, the Hoshikusa. Mm. Hoshikusa, mm-hmm. and this was the two first one that I bought with packing. So they were not okay. limited edition, like um, in uh, numbers, not like small numbers. But I know that now they you don't find you don't, you can only find in second hand the Pro Color Five Hundred, for example. You don't find it in 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 main shop anymore. They don't release it anymore. They they have new colors. So so I I think it's the same with the new series. They they just release like you will find them for a while, and then maybe in three, four years, they will release a new series and you don't find the, the old color anymore. And then Pentonaut entered the game with this uh, rainbow, uh, transparent, uh, really glittering, uh, color, colorful um, uh, Progear Slim. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, I follow, I, I got, I think, there is once every three, four months or something like that. And I got them all, like the five first one and then they release one color that I didn't like it so I didn't take it and then the second color I didn't like it and then I say okay stop it's good <laughs> I don't need to go further anymore <laughs> but I, I was a bit afraid <laughs> yeah. there is so many in so like a, a very short time and mm. yeah Instagram is when you start to follow m- most uh, stationery shop that sell sailor like Pen to note, pen point, mm-hmm. pen house. Um, then you will see, every time they release a new one, they will publish something, and then you can follow. Or even Shishikura Kyoko-san, uh, you can follow um, when they they create a new color, a new pen. And usually it's mm. in store, so you have to go there in person. But some shop sell online, but only in Japan mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. Or, Only domestic. Uh, I, I think pen, pen to note, oh no, pen house. Oh, sorry, pen house. They said they were selling on Rakuten Global because I know that some of my mm. friends uh, could order them uh, overseas. Yeah. So I noticed that you are actually selling uh, five Pro Gear Slims. Exactly. Now. So is it because they're Pro Gear Slims and not Pro Gear? Yeah, like I, as I try to to I I like I like Pro Gear Slim at the beginning, but since I discovered the Pro Gear and especially the one from Shishikura San, they are a little bit more like they are heavier than the Pro Gear Slim. I feel yeah. it more comfortable for me, and um, okay. the Pro Gear Slim was a little bit too small, too light mm. for my hand, mm, so okay. I don't I don't have the same pleasure to ride with him. And I was like, okay, I okay. need to start selling some, and I decide to okay to yeah yeah to start. So with do you things. ever do you ever decide to sell your pro gears, or is that something that's part of your permanent collection once it goes in? Uh, it's part of my 
permanent collection if there is glitter and I have two pro gear without glitter that I, I bought before and I guess there will be the next one that I will get separate to just because I cannot hold all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very interesting. Um, I don't really, I'm actually similar to you in that I specifically avoid cartridge converters. So thank God for my wallet mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of pens are cartridge converters, mm -hmm. but I've been really into these Rialos lately. Yeah, you told me. And yeah, so there's this Rialo, the new Nagasawa Rialo, not new, it came out last year, mm -hmm. but um, the one with the, the fire department, yeah. uh, that really i think it, it's calling my name i've resisted so far and they're quite expensive you know, yeah you know, so 44 000, um japanese yen yeah but it has a metal section it's yeah it's calling my name so there was a new rialo from kingdom note right that was uh, by limited edition standards for uh, re uh, reasonably priced yeah yes um, the new Kingdom Note Rialo comes from their... They have a, a series, no? Uh, I'm not sure if it's from the series. I have to check. Yeah, yeah it, it's from... Uh, I believe so. It's from the Genji Monogatari series. Ah, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they release like once every... Not as fast as the Pro Gear. Um, like when they, they got their Pro Gear series. Uh, the last one was the mini one with the C seashell and sea cucumber mm. and stuff like that but uh, the, um, the the one from um, the tale of genji they release i think once a year once every no these are releasing every month oh yeah so the next release uh, the kaoru will be next monday okay and then in june there will be a ukifune yadorigi and then in in july there's going to be another one and then in August, there's going to be yet another one. So six releases this year just for Kingdom Note. Yeah, so the same as their the Vegetable series and their SeaWorld yeah. sea series. Yeah, this one is going to be in uh, in Rialo, which is, is nice. And the, the, the Kaori, what do you think about the Kaori, Jacob? I quite like it, actually. Some of Kingdom Note's uh, pens, especially the, 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 the Kyoya Sai series, have had somewhat... Um, all the color choices, but uh, I do like the Kaoru. Yeah, I think the Kaoru is, is very, very nice. Um, if it were a bit more translucent or as, uh, you know, as Quay says, if it had a bit more sparkles, I would probably fall for it. But this is this is exceptionally nice. They, they've done some weird color combinations in the past, but this is uh, this is more, I think, standard yeah. and, uh, and really eye-catching. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say about Limited edition sailors? Um, yeah, like um, some shop, they, they sell some online. For example, Penpoint, they release some of their limited edition online. But if you go in shop, you will see they have a bigger uh, range and they usually sell like, they have like one uh, in the window. You can buy one piece at a time. So you cannot go and buy for someone else if you want to buy the same pen or you have to come back. It's not really easy mm. to access because they are a little bit outside uh, Tokyo. Yep. And they will change, like, the, the woman, the owner, she will change, like, every weekend. She won't put the same one on the window. So if you go on weekend and you don't find your, your dream pen, if you come back two weeks later, 
you will have different pendants and she, she will keep some limited edition she released maybe five or six years ago and she will mm. sell them like drop by drop so if you know a pen that someone has bought but you cannot find you can ask her and then she will bring it for you the next time so it's really it's kind of a hunting uh, treasure hunting because you never know what you will yeah. find about and i know that a lot of people were looking for the cosmos uh, this pink shade uh, cosmos flower that was sold out and these were really sold out but uh, she confirmed that they will release a new series because it was so popular so the limited edition mm -hmm. is a bit like for the shop one if i always people always say oh but this company sold out. i say yeah but insist if you contact the shop and it's a lot of people contact the shop mm, they're not really limited they, they can release them if they want to so mm. like pen pen to penthouse the, the this uh, rainbow yeah. transparent one i think i made a mistake i said pen to note before but it was penthouse they they start to release them again uh, color by color uh, they used to stop after six or seven color and i saw last year that they start to release the pink one again then the green one again then mm -hmm. the blue one again so if people ask and they see that there is some um, interest they they have nothing to lose to release them so it's not always limited limited the one who has yeah. like Mori, uh, no, uh, what, not Mori, um, uh, Mita Club, the one who mm -hmm. has numbers, then they really limit it because it's the collector yeah. uh, who made the, the, the strength of this pen. And the pen is, of yeah. course, beautiful, yes. but uh, then, yeah, if there's numbers, you cannot really start against this strange. <laughs> So then, uh, getting back to the idea of the, the parts bin pens, Jacob, do you think that this strategy of releasing limited editions, you know, every month, basically, how do you think that affects their brand image? Uh, to me, it's, it's like this inkunuma, right? Every year, I think th that's it. You know, the market is saturated. Keep thinking it's the same thing with these limited edition sailors that we just have, you know, slightly different set of colors, like, yes, opaque or semi-translucent colors, but... Mm -hmm. They, they seem to sell very well and, and I haven't seen any evidence that it's uh, you know, affecting sailors' brand in any negative way. Yeah, that's interesting because when I talk to some retailers and I say, you know, can you make a limited edition sailor or a limited edition Rialo? And they tell me, you know, Sailor does it for all of the all of these random stores mm -hmm. and it, it's kind of cheap. So we don't want to be part of that. And I think in terms of the consumer, you know, having all this choice and, you know, them being store exclusives, I think actually that strengthens the brand in the eyes of the consumer because then you're, you know, chasing all these collector items. And they're not exactly super inexpensive, right? But in the eyes of the retailers, I think this poses a problem. You know, do we do a limited edition with uh, Sailor, do we do a store exclusive when all the other stores have it? Or do we want to really do something special and uh, and wait for one of the other two uh, to, to work with us on this? So I think that's some, uh, that's some food for thought. Uh, there's no saying, you know, one is, is uh, better than the other in terms of strategy, but for sure it, it makes, I think, some of the retailers pause and think, you know, should we do this limited edition with uh, with Sailor. But, you know, while it lasts, uh, I will try to find as many realities as I can. <laughs> and um, 
and yeah it's 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 quite fun yeah at least on instagram when you see people who collect the sailor either progi or progi slim and they made this kind of rainbow picture it's always really yeah. uh joyful uh so you look at the picture yeah. and say oh i didn't have this color oh where is this one fr uh, from and yeah, some some instagrammer are really into this uh, sailor collection and it's really interesting because you discover a new pen and of course there's this second a little bit second dark market some people reselling yeah. limited edition in china or somewhere and you don't know where they're from they're sell sent from japan but the guy is not known on the on the social media and stuff so it's a bit and when you ask the shop they don't know about him but they he has all the limited edition from this store and you're like okay who is this guy <laughs> what he's he's doing this second hand uh, sane and yeah. um yeah it's kind of kind of mysterious and very fun i guess yep so let's get on to our questions uh the first one is from Tiago JP, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't know what's the correct way to say this name. Um, but he asks, I was wondering where I can get nibs custom ground in Japan and how can I get a pen tweaked by the legend Nagahara Sensei? So for the first question, it's you, CY? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, the big department stores and stationery stores, they occasionally have these uh, pen clinics I'm not sure if that is the right place to go for a custom grind. I think they would prefer if you just go ask for, you know, uh, some ink flow adjustment rather than, you know, uh, actual grinding. What I would say is if you want a custom grind other than Nagahara's, um, when he does his events, I would say you can actually send it to, um, not in Tokyo, but a pen and message in Kobe. Uh, Yoshimune Sensei, he actually uh, accepts a mail-in, uh, so, so you, you can send yeah. your, your nibs to him for a regrind. Of course, if you're a tourist and you're here for a week, that might not be an option. Uh, but if you're here a bit, bit longer, then, then that could work. Yeah, um, I, I think we mentioned uh, previously that grinds are not so popular mm. in Japan. I mean, people don't really get stuff to, to grind into, like, let's say, a, a stub or mm. a italic or... An architect it's mostly adjustments so a lot of the pen workers here don't even do the grinds they refuse mm. but yeah, you can always ask me uh you can ask uh you know pen and message pen and message are quite expensive they they charge eight thousand yen uh, a grind which is a uh, oof that's a that's a heavy price to pay um but then the second part of the question is how can i get a pen tweak by the legend nagahara sensei and i i think you're more familiar with uh, Nakara-san than, than I am. So uh, he now has a website in Nibshaper and he has a schedule there. Now, of course, because of the virus situation, most of the events that were planned for last month and this month have been, have been uh, postponed or cancelled. I'm not aware of anything in the immediate future, but I'm sure there will be at least at Bangbox... Uh, eventually later this year i have a events schedule on my website where i update when i know about these things i will post it there 
But he also told me that he would start to do a mail-in, but as far as I can tell, he hasn't done that yet. But eventually you will be able to send your nibs to Nagahara for a for regrind. Yeah, and um, he's mostly been posting about what he's eating for dinner rather than some nibs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also you can buy pre-adjusted um, pens from Mr. Kawaguchi. Uh, Kawaguchi Pen Doctor, but his stuff is uh, again very very expensive. But you can find him at uh, Kawaguchi Man, I think. Yeah, I think what he does is that he buys these um, old worn down uh, vintage pens and he restores them and and fixes ink flow adjustment and so on, and then he sells them. I don't, I'm not sure if he is offering any. I don't think if if, if you can yeah. buy like a an old sailor ground to a stub from him. I don't think that's what he's doing. Yeah, I think he would faint if you asked him to do that. Yeah, he's quite opinionated. And does Nagahara Sensei meet some nip for Franklin Christoph, right? When he was uh, here last uh, fall. Yeah, so there's a rumor that he's going to replace Mike Masayama as the grinder for for FC, but we don't know. Okay. And our next question, uh, Mariska from Instagram asks, as you mentioned a little bit uh, in episode four, limited editions are sold out within hours. Uh, Can you talk a bit about places in Japan where you can purchase online or places which accept forwarding services? What do you think about places like Pensachi or Bungabox that is more foreign customer friendly? And what is the best way for someone outside of Japan to procure a Japanese pen? Thanks, and keep up the good work. Um, so, as I said before, there is some of the shop like uh, Penpoint, Pen2Note, they accept, uh, or even um, Mita Club. Uh, you can contact them like either by email, either on their Instagram private message, and usually they accept um, to, to send uh, overseas some of their pen. Um, I I don't I never use uh, forwarding services as as um, in Japan, so I I really don't know which shop accept these. Um, I know that some really only accept um, to go like uh, pinpoint. You have to go there to see the the limited edition that they show. They only sell maybe four or five of their series on 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 Yahoo uh, on their Yahoo page. But that thing is limited to Japan. You cannot, um, you cannot uh, order outside, yep. I guess. And there is uh, Hachimon Hachimonjia, who yep. I think accepts. Uh, I don't think so. No, they don't. I wasn't I'm sure. I'm not sure, but uh, uh, they might accept forwarding services, yeah, but they yeah. don't. Sorry, ship it was the it was that I was I was I haven't finished. It was like I think they accept forwarding service because yeah. I saw a lot of people out overseas having their pen. So I guess it's by uh, it's by forwarding services, I, like Usagiya. You have to go in shop. I know that they did. They don't even send inside Japan. They, you have to go to uh, Okayama, and yeah, uh, if not, you have to come during a fair because then all the the shop will rebring what they still have in stock. And if you are lucky, you can find some of the limited edition. If not, yep. you have to you. Find some friend in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the best way, maybe I'm biased, but I think the best way 
and most sure way is to um, is to ask somebody yeah um, in Japan to do it for you exactly I, I help some of my pen pals with the ordering yeah. some pen and I know that you do the same too yeah. so yeah but is not pensachi and bungo box are really I never use pensachi um, uh, myself but I heard a lot of my friends who who order on pensachi and are really happy and it seems like a very nice uh, family uh, friendly shop uh, I think based in Totori and uh, the owner is a, a fountain pen lovers who, who travel abroad live abroad a while and come back to Japan who so speak perfectly English and for Bungo Box the same they are really um, helpful as they have some some clerk uh, who can answer your emails and stuff so um, I can only recommend them because it seems like they have very mm. professional services yeah, Jacob, any, anything to add? Uh, only that some of those uh, brick-and-mortar-only stores seem to have slowly started to experiment with online because of the virus situation. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned that earlier, but uh, Kobayashi, they stole some of their uh, sought-after shortings uh, online. I'm not sure if they have sold their pens online, but it might be worth at least asking, asking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most uh, for the yeah. inks, they they start like to release a uh, a lot of online. Yeah, but for the pen, I'm not sure. So that's the episode. That's a wrap. Thank you so much, and especially thank you, Quay, for joining us again on this adventure to talk about collecting limited editions. It was really insightful to hear how you find and how you collect uh, Sailor limited editions in store exclusives. I know a lot of our our listeners are very interested in that. Um, and of course, uh, as usual, thank you, Jacob, for, for joining me and hosting this uh, this show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Um, and most of all, thank you to our listeners who, who listen and support this production. We, we are really motivated by your your listens and your comments and your feedback. So please, uh, if you... If you want, um, tell a friend, uh, tell tell a family member, tell someone who you know online who's interested in Japanese stationery, um, and help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate that. My name is CY. You can find me at tokyostationpens.com or at tokyostationpens on Instagram. And my name is Jacob, and I am a foodafan on Instagram, and I have a blog at foodafan.com. And my name is Cray, and you can find me on Instagram at miraikat. And I would like to thank you, uh, Jacob and CY, for your invitation. It was a real pleasure for me to spend this uh, time with you and sharing uh, all my passion for inks and sparkling fountain pens. So see you soon, guys. Yeah, see you uh, in two weeks. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.